Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. On Saturday, more than 30 Seahawks players took part in day two of rookie minicamps on another pleasant day in Renton. After practice, four rookies, cornerback Trey Brown, wide receiver D. Eskridge, receiver Connor Weddington, and linebacker Aaron Donker spoke to the media along with head coach Pete Carroll. Donker and Weddington, both of whom were undrafted, expressed their excitement to be involved with the organization. Here's Donker, who was signed from Germany via the NFL's International Pathways program. Oh, it's been great. Um, I'm just getting getting adjusted to this new uh, competition, new reality, and I'm just excited to be here. Uh, it doesn't feel like I've been here for two days. It feels like I've been here for like two weeks. You know, just, you know, we did a lot in the first two days. Um, so I'm just getting adjusted. And I really, really like this grind, this, this process. And going from overseas to somewhere much closer to home, here's Connor Weddington, who went to Sumner High School in Tacoma. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, going undrafted, uh, you know, obviously, not, obviously it's not preferred, but, you know, to end up here, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. And, you know, this is a hometown team, the Seahawks. You know, the, I've been a fan since I was about three years old. And I actually remember coming to the training camp when I was about eight years old as well. So coming back here and playing for this team, uh, it's amazing. And I can't wait, you know, just to continue to grow with this team and learn under the players ahead of me. Coach Carroll said that Donker has impressed him at practice so far and rejects any notion that he's a project. No, no, he looks very comfortable. He, he, he's, he had a couple plays we showed on highlights yesterday, just running and chasing the football. He, he looks like he fits in, has good speed. Um, so that's a good start. He's played a lot on the end of the line of scrimmage, which he won't do as much for us. He'll be more behind the line of scrimmage, so we need to see how he adapts to that. Although the transition has seemed smooth from afar, Dunker noted that there are some definite differences between football in America versus football in Germany. I, I think I'm not in a position to say that yet, but because I... I guess I was to a rookie minicamp, but uh, um, it's a huge difference. Even a jump to to junior college or to Division One college is a big jump. Just when it comes to the playbook, when it comes to the details, uh, when it, and the technique. I think um, there's some big, strong guys in Germany, and there's a lot of shoving, and uh, you get away with just being athletic, you know. Um, and you don't get away, everybody athletic, everybody fast in this league. So um, I really have to take advantage of the coaches here and uh, learn my technique and excel in that. Donker said that his background as a semi-pro basketball player has made his transition to becoming an NFL football player much easier. I think it really helped me uh, just, you know, moving lateral, um, having a feel for space, um, body movement. And um, I think especially just like crashing the offensive boards is a little bit like, you know, getting through traffic um, and just playing defense. With his athletic background, Donker is confident that he can contribute to Seattle on special teams. My goal is for this year is to make this team better, you know, whatever it takes. And um, I just have to earn trust from the coaches. Um, I feel like I have a shot like every guy on this team to make the special team if I'm coachable, if I'm, you know, show my effort on the field. And, um, you know, and I really, really want to grow and play linebacker. And um, I feel like my, my traits, my God-given traits just translate to that position. And um, this is just earning that trust and competing for that position. And I didn't want it any other way. And the final thing I'll say about Donker is if you watch the full press conference that he did with the media, 
he may be the most polite Seahawk on the team already. But moving on to Connor Weddington, Pete Carroll spoke about the wide receiver, saying that the Stanford product's versatility could be valuable to the Seahawks. Yeah, Connor was um, a guy I was really excited about was when we got into the free agency thing because of his background being you know from the area and all of that. Um, he's a versatile athlete. You know, when I think he went to Stanford as a running back, and then uh, and went went to receiver and was going to go back. He had that flexibility. He's built well, strong kid, really bright kid. Uh, um, he was really excited to to have the chance to play here, you know, and play in front of you know people that he knows and, and the team that he loves and all of that. So I was excited to, to help make that happen. Uh, so we look forward to you know him the versatility he brings. Uh, looks like a good strong kid. Did a nice job out here in the first couple of days. Seeing another undrafted Stanford receiver join the roster may make Seahawks fans remember another Cardinal wideout who played for the Seahawks, team legend Doug Baldwin. Weddington says he has spoken to Baldwin a number of times during his football career. So I have not talked to him since I've joined the Seahawks. However, I have talked to him and spoke with him. Uh, actually, when I was in high school, one of my teachers was uh, good friends with him, and he used to come down to our high school every once in a while. And I, when I was choosing Stanford, I remember I, actually, I was actually talking to him about his career at Stanford. You know, now a very similar situation, going undrafted, ending up at the Seahawks. Um, you know, it's pretty, pretty crazy. In fact, Baldwin is not the only Seahawks player whom Weddington has formed a relationship with. In high school, he worked out at Ford Sports Performance in Bellevue, which a number of Seahawks have been known to frequent. Bobby and KJ, those are two guys that, you know, I've been training around since I was about 16 years old. I started going up to Ford Sports Performance and they were in there, you know, before they got the big gym. Uh, you know, music, we call it the small gym now. Um, but, you know, I've, I've, I was fortunate. Uh, to grow with a relationship with them uh, before I was even a Seahawk. And now, you know, they're they're my teammates. So it's pretty surreal. Even though Weddington received bigger offers during the undrafted free agent process, he says he knew Seattle would be his landing spot. Yeah. So that process um, is pretty hectic. But at the same time, it's a blessful process because, you know, there was a good amount of teams that wanted me. Um, and you're right. There was I did have uh, in terms of monetary value. There's other teams that offered more. Uh, in terms of signing bonus and guaranteed, but at the end of the day, you know, this is this is home and I feel like this is a great opportunity. This is a team that I want to be a part of. All right, loading up the first half of the show with the undrafted free agents coming up after the break. We're going to hear more about D. Eskridge, Trey Brown and Pete Carroll's thoughts on both coming up next. The main event at Rookie Minicamp was the one-on-one -on -one drills between rookies D. Eskridge and Trey Brown. Here's what the former Oklahoma Sooner cornerback had to say about the matchup. Man, he's quick. Uh, you know, uh, he's quick and he's also strong and he knows how to hold his line uh, from uh, from him um, just running his routes and everything. Um, and also, he's a humble guy. He's the most humble guy that I've heard. Uh, I've met one of the most humble guys that I've ever met. And uh, when you when you have humbleness and competitiveness, man, it's, it's hard to beat those things. And here's Eskridge's take. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same. You know, he's a competitor. I'm a competitor. So, you know, that's it. We just go out there and get after it uh, every time we went against each other. So I always like going against him. Aside from the 1v1s, both rookies were able to impress coaches with their attributes and technique. Here's what Carroll had to say about Eskridge, echoing some of the points that he made in the day one rookie minicamp press conference. There's no question that he's he's a flyer. Uh, he showed it right out of the shoots yesterday. His quickness and he's he's a very powerful uh, guy. Um, you know, he's about 190 
one or two pounds, but he's built really strong and built really solid. And, and uh, you can see the explosiveness. He gets off the line of scrimmage really quickly and, and uh, certainly has the burst. Um, so that was really fun to see. It's what we were hoping to see. And he, he's got a he's got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to be, he's going to prove it, um, that, he, that he belongs. That's probably as, as valuable as anything he could have and bring to this, you know, to our club. Um, he's talented. You know, we've already, you can see it already that he's quick and, and, and explosive. He's caught the ball well, uh, also got good, strong hands. Um, so he's made nothing but good impressions so far. But I, I'm really fired up about his attitude because he's here to prove something. And uh, that always brings out the best in guys. Brown impressed Carroll, too, especially with his aggressiveness. Yesterday he did a really nice job of being uh, demonstrating that he understands how, how the game works. In that he stayed on top on everything. Uh, he was in, you know in the right spots. Um, he looked very comfortable. He had he looked very fast. He looked very speedy out there. You know staying with, with everybody that we ran at him. Um, uh, I'm anxious to see today because we just gave him some more looks and some more things to do. But he looks like he's going to be a, a a real competitive player. And he made a couple of plays out here today that did catch my eye. Um, he's very, very bursty and, and uh, looks like he's going to take his shots and be an aggressive uh, corner. And that's what he showed in college. And he showed it out here in the couple spots I saw today. Brown, who said he was surprised that it wasn't raining based on what he'd been told about Seattle, said his main focus at camp was refining his technique through multiple repetitions. I love Coach Curtis, man. He's a he's a guru. You know, uh, he he knows everything that he's talking about. And uh, what I love most about him is he speak more on uh, life things. He try to educate you on the outside world. It's also it's, uh, football. So he's teaching us the best of both worlds. He knows that he's talking about, and uh, he's been through it all. So man, it's it's a wonderful feeling just to learn from that guy and know he knows what he's doing. Me, I was I was mostly of an uh, inch mirror punch guy, you know, knowing that I've also had the step kick, but I haven't done that in a while. So it's all about, you know, getting getting back to that and getting used to that and just repping that so I can uh, perfect it. And finally, although the news of rookie minicamp has overshadowed some of last weekend's DK Metcalf track news, both Carroll and Eskridge touched on the subject with some of the questions from the media. Eskridge, who ran a 10-5 100-meter dash in high school, says he hopes to run someday with DK on the track. You know, he, he, he turned, you know, he turned another leaf doing that. You know, I feel like he's going to um, set a trend for NFL players to come. You know, I hope hopefully in the future, you know, I'll be able to follow his footsteps and be able to go out there and do something like he did. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about the 10-3-6 and the placement and everything. But, you know, that, that's a big human being right there to be able to run that time. So, you know, you know, I look forward to working with him on the football side and the track side. Carroll, of course, does not possess such speed, but he did offer his thoughts on Metcalf's attempt to qualify for the Olympics and how it inspired a race with Pete and his grandkids. I thought it was a marvelous challenge that he took on. And, uh, you know, DK is a very special individual and uh, it, t- it, it would take a special person to even think about doing that, even th- consider the thought of doing that, you know, um, Right from the the first moment, I, you know, I had heard about it when he mentioned it to me quite a while back. I, I just thought it was like a, an ultimate competitor looking for a chance to battle, and you know, where he had he had an op- opportunity, and so unusual to to even think about it. But to go through the process, work out to get in preparation for it, that he knew was going to be important for him. You know, his speed is is so you know important to his his whole makeup of his play. Um, he couldn't do more to, to work on his speed than what he just did. So I saw it as a competition, a competitive guy, uh, went after it, figured out how to, how to pull it all together. And then and then he gets there and he looks marvelous. I mean, he looked awesome. Um, 
you know, the, the whole family was sitting around watching watching it on the, uh, you know, on the uh, on the iPad, and we were we were all just huddled around just to see what was going to happen. And would he be able to pull it off? We were cheering for him, and, and I, like I I might have said to you guys, uh, within five minutes, the grandkids and I were out there setting up the cones, and we're we're doing races out in the in the, in the driveway, you know, just like DK. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. You can check out his work up at fieldgoals.com. I will be back later this week. I'm going to be doing an interview. We're going to be talking draft. And so look for that in the podcast feed. Subscribe to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts, or go to fieldgoals.com and click on the podcast button to listen to all the shows in the back catalog and subscribe to make sure you get everything coming up. And so until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks.